first time ever. Hear you loud and clearly. Uh, and it was going place. That stuff's great. But the game is not a roguelike. Boomer shooter. Bang. Hello, this is John St. John, and you're listening to KWEP In The Keep, bringing you all the hits from the finest in the world of gaming and entertainment. Now sit back and relax as the drowned god Cathala lulls your mind with the tastiest talk in town. Welcome to another chapter of In The Keep Podcast. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherload. The Keep is a collective of gaming enthusiasts compelled by the drowned god Cathala to frag and jib one another into oblivion for all eternity. My name is Aloysius Davidander Abercrombie. That's long for mud. And I am Buck. I've been planning that all, all week. I've been thinking about what, what would I say? <laughs> if I were in that fucking video... What would be my ridiculous name? And that's oh. what I came up Sorry. Was it disappointing? Should I start over? No, that was beautiful. I love that. Just kidding. <laughs> so could you guys uh, just introduce yourselves to our audience here and uh, let them know who you are and why you're uh, so buff? All right. Hey, uh, my name is Omar, and I am the lead and primary developer for Buff. Uh, I have been for the past few years. And I'm uh, Buff. <laughs> my mother ran away before i was born <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah no i'm christian kindle uh, i work at 3d realms and i help out on buff uh from a, more of a technical standpoint man the i played the demo and it's like fucking ridiculous like the, the physics in this game you played like, the demo and you didn't uh you didn't tell me about it you didn't give me feedback i'm giving you feedback right now hey <laughs> That was been out for like two months. I mean, what did you, what did you want me to do? Like write you a dissertation? <laughs> I, I, like a thirty-five page essay, minimum. Yeah, no, it was it's fucking good, man. It's really, really like a silly, obviously, but like it's almost it's almost like you're you're doing this at, for the sake of art. <laughs> if that makes any uh, sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's 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 fun to make and yeah. Uh, it's 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 hard to make games this way, but everything I make for Buff is fun to make for the most part. And if it's not, I usually just don't do it. Or sometimes, <laughs> if I have to do it, I'll ask Christian here, like, "Hey, how the fuck do I do this?" So, like, uh, what was the initial like idea? Where did this come from? So. <laughs> So for many, many, many years, I've been part of uh, a lot of uh, indie games, mm-hmm. none of which have ever released. Not a single one. Except for a single one that came out on mobile that is not ever available to buy or play anywhere. But the, the point being is that I, like, I just figured, like, what the fuck is all this about? I, I, like, I can make a game. I figured, you know what, I can, I can just fucking make a game. And I started to learn uh, Unreal Engine. I started to learn Blender. Uh, I started to learn everything that I could learn about uh, game development. And the, the like the reason that Buff looks the way that it does is because that's what I can do. 
<laughs> there's like the original fucking Trello for buff has like, oh, make a Tommy gun, make a shotgun. But I can't, I like back then I couldn't make a shotgun or Tommy gun that looked good. So what could I do? You can make a bunch of shit that looked like it was made in MS Paint. So let's make a game that intentionally looks like it's made in MS Paint. That. Like that kind of thing happens a lot, I guess, with artists. Like a scumhead, I, I, I can never stop talking about because I love him so much. But you know, it's like a you work within your ability, and oftentimes that leads to like really unique art styles that stand out instead of yeah. you know. Because I mean, you look at artists like fuck, if you're interviewing like concept artists for a game or some shit like that, and it's just they, they can like do a million different things, but there's no distinct thing about it that stands out you know so yeah. i guess if you were like trying to write a comic book and you're looking or you're making a, an animated movie or something and you need people who can just copy other art styles a lot like that could be useful but it doesn't for me like excite me i get that when i look at that kind of thing i mean it's, I, it, I, I just i figured it's better to like aim for something low or easy and like do that well than just yeah like aim for the stars and just just fuck it up completely. I don't know, like a yeah, that, that's a generally a good philosophy in general with with any project, games notwithstanding. Like just don't uh, don't let don't plan to shoot for the stars and then end up not being able to deliver. I guess yeah, but I mean your game looks dope. It, it just like stands out when people every single person I've seen like what the fuck is this art style? And, like, it's always like a good reaction. It's never been like, this looks like shit or anything like that. But. I hope so. <laughs> so I see Christian uh, smiling there. I saw you flexing a bunch of times. All I was talking. I was like, what the fuck is this going to do? I wasn't flexing at all, but uh, I, I was just, the whole I am buff thing, you know, that was what I was all about. Yeah. He's just trying um, to hello. remind you that he's buff, bro. Yeah, I actually had pitched him the idea of in the video from Realms Deep. I was like, "Hey, what if I just take a video of me bench pressing?" Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. bitch pressing. So. Yeah, it took it took Uh-oh. Christian like three or four days, or like two or three days actually, to actually give me the video, the part that I asked for. Like, hey, could you read this line while reading off to the side? It took him. He kept delaying it for like two or three days, and finally gave it to me. And then after that, I was like, "Hey, you want a video of me bench pressing?" Like. Motherfucker, what? That, it was <laughs> easily the best video in the vault. Like, and I was, I felt pretty damn good about some of the shit that I had worked on. And then I saw what you guys did. And I was like, well, I might as well not even try. <laughs> the only one that other, like came close was uh, Egg, Egg Wife's video, but I could, we couldn't put that in yeah. the vault. Like, that, that, uh, the shit com, the 99C oh. or whatever, uh, Egg Wife shit com. Uh, you, you can find it on YouTube, folks, but uh, oh, good uh, God almighty. I'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> it's it is gnarly. It's like it, it is the perfect advertisement for their game. It's just simply not something that I felt we could put on 3D Realms website <laughs> and just let it sit there. <laughs> like, 3D Realms and website a and YouTube channel in specific. Yeah. Yeah, like a oof. That could that could lead to some no. Lead lead down some dark paths. <laughs> but yeah. The other thing that you guys it, like, you were, you were like messaging me, asking me questions about what what you could do for the video, and I was like, anything you fucking want. And at one point, you said like, is it okay if I show someone like shirtless or in their underwear? And I was like, 
like it's not going on Twitch, so I don't guess it's a problem. But I didn't know what you were planning. Yeah, initially I asked for shirtless because I planned on on having Christian uh, do his lines shirtless. And uh, so this is all just a big weird sex thing for you. No, (laughs) it's a little weird sex sex thing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know it's a sex comedy, but no, it is not. Sex comedy is not representative of the game literally at all. (laughs) (laughs) At all. It's uh, for people not tracking, like it's like a, a skating surfing shooter, and yeah, it's, uh, let's say like an, a single player arena shooter, like where you're kind of flying around in closed environments and shooting a plethora of different enemies that are swarming you. So yep. not like Serious Sam because you, you have way more, you know, you have all the dimensions to work with. It's not like you're just running backwards and flat yeah. surfaces. But I mean, um, like Serious Sam was kind of a big inspiration, mm-hmm. but. I feel like it's got it's it's gone so past all like all my inspirations for buff for buff because yeah. like I I love Painkiller I love Serious Sam Doom Blood but I think I poured a little too much Tony Hawk in there that I <laughs> like I can't comfortably say like oh buff is like this or buff is like that because it's it's I don't know what it's like. Yeah, it's it's got its own really cool, unique movement style that like it's not quite Quake or Warfork or anything like that. It's it's just got its own thing going on. But it does, in many ways, artistically too, remind me of Warsaw uh, because of what do you call that anime art style? Um, like a little tune shaded, cell shaded. Yeah, cell shading, and then and also the fact that you can grind on rails and yeah. it's a shooter. So, uh, but I'll actually have to yeah. check that out afterwards. Oh, it's it's an intense game. I'll play Warfork with you anytime you want, but it's like that's a whole thing. I'm done. <laughs> okay, cool. We're uh, we're putting together some. In the keep does a charity event every year, uh, so honestly, by the time this comes out, it'll be like the week of that happening. But oh. we'll be uh, yeah, we'll be putting on some really badass charity tournaments and stuff involving different arena shooters, and Warfork will definitely be one of them. But I've I've never played Warfork before, but I'm I'm sure that I'll be a prodigy at it. <laughs> Have you ever played? You you played Quake like multiplayer stuff, right? Like Quake uh, Live yeah, and yeah. Quake Three. Mostly Quake so Three ever, multiplayer. You ever played CPMA? I've not played CPMA. Okay. Uh, like you played Quake steroid. Champions. I've played a little bit of Quake Champions, yeah. Okay, so some of the characters in Champions have what we like what you'd call CPMA movement, which is Challenge Pro Mod Arena movement. It's just a mod for Quake 3 that changes the movement style. And uh, so the character Anarchy and also Sorlag, the dragon. Lady, Those are Pokemon. <laughs> no. They, they have the CPMA style where it's like you're not really expected to hold down W. Once you get your momentum going, you kind of snake with A and D. To, okay. I, I don't know. It's weird. That's not what the movement is like in buff, but it is an equally interesting and new way of moving in a game. Like you I'll said, Tony that. Hawk is, is that a big like an influence on you in general or? Uh, mostly, yeah. uh, to, like Tony Hawk, big influence. I'll say Jet Set Radio is also a big influence. If you oh, ever yeah. played that or checked it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of similar art style, mostly, you know, going around rails. Uh, the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, no. Just talking about your influences for the game. <laughs> yeah, 
It's, uh, funnily, funnily, funnily enough, Buff was not going to have uh, uh, dashing and double jumping because I didn't want Buff to be uh, uh, very similar to Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. But actually, I played a game called RoboQuest last year, mm-hmm. and it had a very similar art style to Buff, had a very similar rail grinding to Buff. And while I was playing it, I thought, I wish I could double jump and dash in this game. <laughs> so I just, I just put it in Buff. Was that like a... Were you like already kind of into it at that point? Where did that mechanic change kind of your approach to the development and the design of the levels or anything? Or was it just like a, eh, this, this works? Uh, it, it actually uh, worked out pretty well for the uh, levels that I was already making. and mm-hmm. It was just... It did not add complications at all. It just made what's already there like way, way more fun. Okay. That's something I talked to you about when, when I had David uh, Scarecrow on the podcast and like, once you get pretty far into a game, like the size of Graven or whatever, it's like it, you change any one little thing, you know, you, you try to like add in a, a new mechanic that doesn't, uh, hasn't been developed for up until that point in the game, then you can end up going into Pandora's box and like, you know, kind of fucking yourself. So, for instance, like the, I think it was kind of late in the design that Graven introduced the swimming aspect, you know, and, and water combat and shit. And like that was like a, oh, we can just add that sort of thing instead of it being like a, I don't know. You decide at some point in your game, like you're going to put double jumping in, but like every level up to that point didn't take that into account. You could really end up in like, uh, why, why is yeah. it in here kind of situation? Or you could do like Doom Eternal does and just introduce it, you know, thing. <laughs> or, well, I should say, Doom 2016, where it like gets introduced as a mechanic, and then the levels start to accommodate it. Yeah, I feel like, uh, luckily, thankfully enough, that has not been a problem with buff. I do like when it is a problem with some games, it does stick out like a sore thumb. I yeah. remember uh, a few months ago, I was playing Wolfenstein Youngblood, and a game does have a double jump mechanic, and every single area of that game you can just break completely because you can just double jump out of the map, double jump, fucking sequence break everything. It was like, it is almost offensively an afterthought. (laughs) So like, was there ever really a plan? Did you, or are you just kind of flying by the seat of your pants? Like, just like, well, let's just see what happens. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm just winging it there. There was no game design document or like a, a Bible of like, this is what we're going to do. Or? There are plenty of game design documents, plenty <laughs> of Trellos for Buff. But most of Buff's ideas I've learned just come from improvising. Yeah. It's like, you've played the level, you notice that everything like sort of breaks and uh, you can bounce on the fucking fire hydrant, water and all yeah. that stuff. All that was just not planned. Uh, a friend of mine, Caden, he's uh, another developer. He just sort of like decide, hey, we should make all these things destructible. Uh, <laughs> Christian definitely helped out a lot with the fucking uh, destructible items and the interfaces with that. And that, like, there's an old demo for Buff that is, uh, I don't know where you can get it actually, uh, but it does not have destructible objects, and it like it is just so damn flat and uninteresting. Yeah, but after that, just the sounds of things breaking is like music to my ears, 
and going anywhere and seeing that it's just a bunch of broken lamps, fire hydrants spewing out water, all this stuff, bro, blown up cars. It is so fucking nice and fun to me to just see that. And yeah, it's really free. Like you mentioned, like Tony Hawk and Jet Set Radio and stuff like that. But even though it is a game where you're goal driven and you're like obviously like kill all the enemies and move to the next area, it feels like this like sandbox kind of thing for like yeah. I just have. I spent way too much time just like trying to get on the rocket guys as they took off when you kill them. <laughs> how, how high can I ride this? Like, let's yeah. See. <laughs> I mean, you could technically ride that shit way out of the map. It'll teleport you back <laughs> at some point, but you can go all out. And I yeah. hope the speedrunners can use that shit. I, probably, uh, I fucking love speedrunning, and like any time there's something that can potentially be abused for speedrunning. I'm like, how easy is it for like casual players to do it versus like how can speedrunners use it? And sometimes they just leave it in. Yeah. It's like, there, like uh, go ahead. It's like like technically, if you gain enough health, because like when you get health over 100, percent you'll take down. But if you have enough health, like, it's like seven or six hundred health, you can technically nuke jump. Yeah. You know, you can rocket jump in other games. You can rocket jump in buff by default. But if you have enough health and buff, you can fucking nuke jump. Just shoot yourself straight to the end. <laughs> Be my guest. <laughs> so do you, do you plan on that? Like, is that just like, I, I want that in general in my game where people can do all these crazy, like, speedrunning tricks? Or uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. For, the, for the most part, like, this takes a lot of testing, but I, like, like, oh, how much should the player's friction be? How much... Like, how do we limit casual players from going faster than they can ever perceive, but also give some leeway there for speedrunners to be able to just go as fast as they're able to if they're good enough? Yeah. And uh, it's it's worked out pretty well so far. And I fucking... So- I, uh, you go. No, I was just gonna like the game's in, in Unreal Four, right? Yeah, UE Four. Yeah. So Christian, are you like you're doing a lot of the programming for this kind of stuff, or is it kind of like a, a mixed bag for you guys? Or yeah, so the programming side, I I mostly just come in and like give him programming paradigms, things like the proper way of making things, and then he right. implements them pretty much, and I'll be there kind of supporting him in the background, letting him like know. A, consultant manager guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's sort of like a consultant in the way that maybe like oh i don't know how to do the scoring system i'll message christian hey how do i do the scoring system he'll tell me how to do it i'll follow yeah. exactly his steps and then i'll forget afterwards so <laughs> he pretty much just did it by just telling me step by step well what he doesn't realize is i'm actually training him to one day work on my games and trick him into it Right. So mm-hmm. I'm making sure yeah. I teach him what I would do that way, you know, down the line. He doesn't realize it, but I've been conditioning him this entire time. So it's just a trick. Well, he obviously knows now. It's a, yeah, it's a trick, but you've told me about this like 50 times over the past however many years. And you keep yeah. forgetting. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I just kind of shoot him out sometimes. Yeah. So. I, you know, I, I, my memory is very selective. Who is this? <sighs> Uh, welcome uh, back here on In the Keep podcast. Uh, oh, I'm Ty. Nice to meet you. Um, 
for the first time ever. It's, it's great to have you here. And uh, we're today we're going to be talking about the game Buff with the oh. developers Omar and Chris. I'm kidding. Finally. <laughs> I think I've heard My mother ran away when I was born. Oh, <laughs> change the change the. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's actually, seeing Buff is super cool, though, because um, Jared and I, we've known each other 2011, I think, is when we mm-hmm. first met. Yeah. And seeing him go from kind of, you know, just being a member in the community to, like, taking on game dev over the last, what, five years, four years? I think 2017 is when I actually got hands-on into programming. I think before that, it was just, like, dumb stuff. Was it the game jam we did together? Was that the real first like foray into it? Uh, I think we did like we tried doing a little project before that, and then we did the game jam in the middle of it. And Is that then we just vengeance? yeah, not we <laughs> And uh, uh, yeah, I was actually I was trying to learn Unreal Engine four by that point, and I wasn't having a I wasn't doing too hot. And then Christian just sort of dragged me by my feet, kicking and screaming, and added me to a team. And he was yeah. like, yeah, do this, this, and this, and that. And just kind of threw me in the deep end, and that was, uh, that was the best way to learn. <laughs> that, that is yeah. always the best way to learn. I think I've probably told this story before, but like, I, I literally learned how to swim because like, I think it was my sixth birthday. My dad just threw me in the deep end of the pool and said, like, you're going to make it or you're not, son. And I was just oh, like... <laughs> Hey, I learned to swim. Oh. I, I learned how to doggy paddle anyway. I can, I can tread oh. water now. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a universe out there where that story has a way different ending. Well, I mean, he was there. It's like, you know, if I couldn't hack it, I'm sure he would have, you know, jumped in the pool and got me. But so, I, I was sufficiently scared enough to accomplish the mission. So, can you swim now? Because you said you can doggy paddle, but, you know. I'm like, a pretty terrible swimmer, to be honest. Like uh, I, I, like I, I have gotten in the pool and I've tried to do it with form, like you know, like Michael Phelps or some shit like that. What's the thing? The, I mean, the, the butterfly the stroke and all, all that shit. Like, but I'm just that's just it's not an interest I have. <laughs> if you threw me in the ocean, I'd probably drown. <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, feel you swam pretty well in that uh, Rome Z video. Yeah, that's how I was going to go. <laughs> that was the shallow end. <laughs> I mean, I, I assure you, the water was the least of my worries. <laughs> <laughs> what really pissed me off in that video is that uh, when when Mike hit me, I told him like "fucking hit me, bro." Like this needs to sound like you really hit me, and he was just like, yeah. "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" <laughs> like I'll, I'll risk it for the biscuit, and then he did, and that was fine, and it looked really good, and it sounded really good. But when they made the like, they actually did the video itself, like the editing they replaced the sound of the shovel hitting me with the shovel from Postal 2. Oh. And I was just like, why did I go through all this trouble? Oh. <laughs> like, that has got to hurt, bro. That's a real shovel, and you just fucking... <laughs> Damn, man. At least it looked real. <laughs> it did. I mean, it, it looked pretty good, I thought. for the. Not that this was is like a, the lowest budget thing ever. This is literally my buddy with my Google Pixel shooting the whole thing. Um, and I thought it turned out pretty okay. Yeah, Christian, you know, Christian, if you don't know, Ty got hit in the back with a shovel into a pool during Realm Steep. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched I watched most Did of it. You? I fell asleep at the end before a buff was shown. <laughs> like probably ten minutes before a buff. We, I had COVID at the time. Yeah, Christian had COVID uh, during yeah. Realms Deep, and uh, we had a watch party with all my friends. Got a guy like, "Hey, buff's gonna be there." Uh, most of them did not know that Realm Sleep was going to be four hours long and Buff was going to be shown, like, at the very end. Yeah. And Christian, like, he had his webcam on. He just fell asleep on the fucking floor, like, right before we got to Buff. Yeah. Like, damn, bro. That was, yeah. uh, it was really cool, the, the re- reaction video you guys did, where it was, like, yeah. I, I think I just, like, hinted that the trailer was coming up, and then you were like, oh! We, we just blew up. <laughs> Um, Alex didn't have to point out that like, oh, these little string beans or whatever. That's fucking funny, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know it, it. It all worked out. It was a, it was a, I, it was it was the top of the world that day. It was yeah, very it was, good, and I, I very much appreciate everyone at Three D Realms, everyone who ran at Realms Deep, and you were a fucking you were you were a fucking treasure, man. You helped out. So many people. I think you were on, you were on the Discord call for like what twenty hours in one day. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did pull like a twenty-four hour day on the yeah. submission day because I, I knew it was people in different time zones and like. I mean, I'm just dedicated like that. I don't know. I didn't have to, but I yeah. promised everybody like I'm going to do my best, and I, I did. So, um, but that was all. No one told me I had to do that. I just felt it was important, especially because I was kind of a, a single point of failure. I think, you know, for a lot of people, like, uh, they weren't going to get to talk to, like, Fred Schreiber necessarily, you know. So, I'm the middleman. Yeah. I got to be here. Next year, I'll be delegating that a lot more, though. <laughs> like, dragging, like, Arlene or somebody. Like, you heard the kittens deal with that. Yeah. And uh, I think Zach was working or something that day, so it just didn't, it lined up. So, uh, well, Ty's going to be here all day. At one point, I was on my webcam and I was literally like cooking. I was like in my kitchen with my phone out. I remember like, that. I think I remember <laughs> that. It was like making a pulled pork or some shit. <laughs> yeah. People were coming in like, "Hey, my trailer's ready." I'm like, "Okay, I'll get to it in an hour when I'm done eating." <laughs> I think. I mean, I think next year it'll be like easier in general because this year, like 2021, everyone knew like what Realm Zeep was, what the trails were going to be like, what the show was going to be like because there was a precedent last year. Mm-hmm. I think next year, if they're going to do a vault, there's a precedent for this year. Everyone's going to be like, oh, that's what the vault is like. That's what's uh, going to be shown. Yeah. I, I explained that many times in in the meetings leading up to this. I'm like, nobody's going to understand this vault thing, and we're just going to be plagued with questions about what it is. And, and until we show someone what it is, they're not going to know. And uh, But you're you're absolutely right now that there's been a precedent set. Then it'll, it'll Yeah, like Buff, Buff's vault video was just – kind of a result of not understanding what the fuck the vault was because i initially i just wrote a text document i was like my my initial thought was oh i'm gonna write a text document for the vault i'm gonna add a little flavor i'm gonna make it a limerick you know make a limerick make it interesting never mind a limerick's fucking lame and stupid i'm gonna add the entire screenplay for austin powers one but replace all the names with buff that'll make it cooler and it did but it was also still fucking stupid and lame, and the submission was in like two days. I was like, "What can I do literally right now with what I have?" And I just I went to fucking Google Docs. I wrote up a few lines, and I messaged my friends like, "Hey, can you record this? Can you record that?" And just threw it together. Well, that's also your approach to game design too. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that creatively, you work best in that environment. 
just figuring shit out on the spot. It's probably a character flaw, to be honest. Just yeah, having to be thrown in the deep end. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. Like it, it obviously turned you, you turned chicken shit into chicken salad. Like you, you had the worst <laughs> worst case scenario, and you turned it into the best case scenario. And that was the hard thing to explain because people would ask me like, "What should I do?" And I was like, "Anything you want, as long as it doesn't show your dick." Like I don't care, as long as no one gets hurt, like, and and no one gets like, it's not something that we can't show on Twitch or, or YouTube or whatever. I'm like I don't fucking care. If yeah. you think it advertises your game well, send it in. And the, <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, it worked out. Uh, we we did for Call of Ragnar, We did like the behind the music thing with Tony and uh, all that. And yeah, that was really fucking dope. But I mean, but it, it, it's it's in a magnificent, well produced video that is like him talking technically about the music and everything. And then on the other, like the very next video is just something completely wild. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I liked about it. It was kind of like this community grab bag thing. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. I don't remember what game it was, but their their vault video was just some like World War Two soldier taking a fat dump in the bathroom. That was it's most... a World War One soldier conscript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the and then the toilet <laughs> explodes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The whole toilet thing was. I, I don't know. I actually don't know where that came from. Somebody at some point. That, that I, I think us. it was Fred. That was you guys that said like, "Let's make the toilet theme." Well, it, the, so. I think the toilet theme came right after uh, the first like big Discord call with everyone in the uh, Realm Zeep server. Remember, uh, it was the guys from Project Absentia. They were showing off their game, and they were going around. And they and just they had, had that random ass toilet that you. They had a toilet in the warehouse, yeah. and we yeah. told them to go back, and we just kept ragging on it because, like, ima- imagine working in that fucking place, and like all the bathrooms are full. And you like you can't hold it in. You're like, fuck! I gotta use the warehouse toilet. I gotta use the warehouse <laughs> toilet. And, and it just we just sort of fucking couldn't stop joking about it. We just couldn't stop ragging on it for the rest of the entire call. I think there's an episode of Louie where they're like at a Home Depot or some shit like that, and they like, the kid oh. just like takes a shit in the showroom <laughs> toilet. Oh no! But yeah, sometimes you just gotta go, and it's obviously <laughs> that's a toilet. You, you just, yeah no plumbing but you know at least you're you can close the lid and walk away and it's it's i mean ever since then i've had a bunch of toilets above none of which have ever been anywhere like private they're all like i like perched at the edge of a on top of a building so you can poop <laughs> while looking down on the street. <laughs> it's like a egg, egg wife has that level that's like literally a giant toilet right i mean i would expect egg wife to have that like regardless i would expect like, <laughs> It just seems normal. Yeah. I was disappointed. I think Jahar cut it out uh, from the main show, but the, the beginning oh. of me talking to them was like, uh, your game is shit. And then it goes into the interview. But they, I think they cut that part out because it kind of sounded like really mean. I didn't mean it that way. I meant yeah. it like literally your game is just full of shit like everywhere. I think, <laughs> like I, the think whole you, point. I think you showed off that beginning part in the Discord call. Probably, yeah. 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 No, I was... It was uh, mind-blowing because they, they weren't even invited. Fred Schreiber accidentally, or I don't know if it was an accident, but he posted like the email or the vault or some shit like that. He posted that publicly on Twitter, no. and then they just like, there's my opportunity. 
And then like we're going through the document and like, okay, so look at the submissions. I'm like, who the fuck is, who, does anybody know who this is? And Zach was like, I don't know who they are. And then I checked it out and I was just like, oh yeah, they're in. Like, this is, it only makes sense. You got to respect the hustle. I do, man. That happens all the time too, man. That's, that's what dreams are made of. You, you put out a, a job advertisement for, and then somebody applies for a different position. That's not that job. They're like, Hey, I know that this is not what you're looking for, but if you ever need me, I saw this as my opportunity to contact you. And I'm like, I can't be mad at that. And then, and then they turn out to be like, oh, this guy's a prodigy at what he does. Let's uh, hire my uh, board anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to snake your way in there, grease some palms, you know, show up at yeah. those like banquet dinners that you have no invite for <laughs> and just pretend like you belong there. <laughs> Start talking to people. Is it? Is it? Catch me if you can kind of thing. Yeah, you got to you gotta get rid of your dignity if you're going to get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put that on a like that quote that? <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, put it on a shirt or something. <laughs> you gotta get rid of your dignity if you want to get anywhere in life. That's uh, perfect. Uh, so, back to the, the game itself. With the enemy design, were these all also just like that wouldn't it be funny if we made this thing? Or like did you have like a, an idea of what you were going for? Uh I, I sort of just yeah, I mean, I kind of just swing it. Uh, most of my, like, most of the way I design enemies is just I want them all to have a different silhouette. Because if you're going around, you're 500 feet in the air, you're going a million miles per hour, right. and you look down, you're not going to be like, it's like I'm wearing a blue pants, it's like I'm wearing a red shirt. No, that's not going to work. You got to look down, you see, like, oh, that's a huge monkey man walking around on his arms with no feet. Yeah, I know exactly what that enemy is. And uh, Sil- silhouetting is super important. You're right. Yeah, it works too in the game. And uh, other than that, I just, I just like, I just like to have fun with them. I got, I got a big shark that crawls around on all fours. I got a fuck. I got a fucking. I got a flying diva, and all of his clothes are super glistening and shiny. Yeah. And. uh... I, I showed this off briefly in the fucking uh, in the demo and in the trailer. We got a building with arms just chasing you around, fucking trying to crush you. <laughs> I love that shit, man. No, that was a. It's interesting how like your, your level progression is always like blowing up a building and then you surprise them at the end with like, oh, but not this one. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it right now. Buff will not feature doors that you open. It will only you will only progress by blowing stuff up blowing up buildings blowing up walls all that sort of stuff yeah it would have been nice to know ahead of time i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i'll 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 uh, I'm, I'm in the process of adding more uh ways to like tell the player what the hell is going on yeah is that that was, that you... was big feedback from the demo is that people just did not know where the buttons were or what the buttons did do you just yeah. not like making doors is that what it is I think doors are just boring. That's true. Uh, that's like a big thing, at least in like the Doom community, is just like that's level design 101 is can you make a door? I've seen like door jams where like they're like, yeah, we're all going to make a door today. And oh. it's just like a million different ways to make a door kind of <laughs> shit. And apparently, I don't know, I'm not a fucking level designer or a programmer, so apparently that's difficult for some people. I don't know. Oh, I will tell you this. I know I'm not... Doors and Graven are just like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not sure I'm allowed to say this. I don't know if you have to cut it, but um, 
Yeah, doors apparently are a tricky subject for some people. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know what it is about them. I mean, it seems like they mostly just open and close. So, you know. <laughs> that's, how, I, that's how they're supposed to work. I think it's the yeah, stuff exactly. around the doors that's the problem. I think it's the stuff around the doors that's the problem, Christian. Uh, what do you mean? They just <laughs> comment on it. They just make like, a walk? Like, I'm, like, not, I'm not sure you're saying anything that's like not not a recognized just like a general problem in, in games is like you know like i said earlier once you you get down the line a certain length of time you've been doing things with different programmers and, and in different ways and then you end up like oh shit this we need to change the way the door works and then it's just like all oh, this oh fuck everything's <laughs> fucked for like going all the way back it could be something that simple that's like building a you don't want you don't want to build a house of cards i, I should say you know it's yeah. knocked over easily later but uh, like what no. kind of sh- good yeah i was gonna say the, you touched on this a little bit earlier and you were talking about like adding features after you know you had already made all these levels right um yeah that's a that's a huge thing and i'm not a level designer or anything you know i'm a programmer but yeah adding new features to an existing level you know you got to be really cautious about it because there's a lot of times and there's quite a few games that I know that have suffered from the issue of Wolfenstein where you can double jump out of the map right. because they add something way too late in development. So it's a, it's a hard thing to balance between making like a vertical slice and like horizontal, um, especially in the beginning. I don't know how level designers somehow plan out what they're going to do before they have all the features. Because these, especially when it comes to movement, if you have any new movement features, you're going to mess with the entire flow of a level that's the uh the benefit and beauty of you know having that like agile structure ahead of time you know you you want your game to be if you're making a game with a budget and a timeline very different than you know doing whatever the fuck you want (laughs) i I would say but it's like you know feature complete is the first step you do that before anything else because we're not you know we're not going to design a bunch of levels and then add in double jumping six months down the road and then like yeah, that, for me, that's a no go. <laughs> yeah. Period. But, but there is a, and I say it's the the art versus the business aspect of it. Of is like you know like with what you're doing, where you can just like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna add some crazy ass shit right now because it's my game and I'll do whatever the hell I want and I, I can take as long as I want and who cares? That's there's a beauty to that art form as well. It's just you know adding more work to yourself. But uh, sometimes it's better, and sometimes it ultimately is worth it. You know, to get the best product you want. Game product. Uh, I sound like a fucking creep when I say it. No, you you can call games a product. We're not we're not too pretentious here to admit that (laughs) games are ultimately a product. Uh, do, do you have like a an idea of like when you'll are you going into early access or is it just going to be a full yeah, release? Yeah, it's, kind of it's it's going to launch in early access, and afterwards I'm going to have a few more episodes. Mm-hmm. I realize there are uh, as hard as I try, as hard as I push, there are a few things that need money to be made, right? And uh, those I will be pushing until after early access, where hopefully money will exist to be spent yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm going to be launching a first episode, you know, kind of like a, hopefully like a two or three hour experience in early access and then more episodes down the line after that. 
I like the way that Postal Brain Damage approached their early, or not Postal Brain Damage, Postal 4 that went with their uh, early access. Because it's like, you know, they already have the existing structure of like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And yeah. so they just decided that each of those is the next, you know, release while they're in early access until they finish the game. And that, that leaves you with a, while they do have to like gate off certain areas in the first, you know, few days or whatever, they already did that anyway in Postal 2. So it's like not yeah. that big of a deal it doesn't it doesn't feel like a an incomplete experience when you play monday tuesday for instance that's good yeah and then it just gets better over time but but you know simultaneously financing the further production of the pro- uh, product product i said a product again uh, of the I, game <laughs> hold on the games are art and you <laughs> shall not refer to them as a product <laughs> Nah, man, you need money. You want money. Yeah. It's, it's it's the whole shebang. You're you're in I business mean, that's, now. That's how you live. How's that going for you? Life? No. <laughs> I, like, I thought you were saying living. No, like uh, hand, hand, handling the logistics and the, the business aspect. And then when you start making money, like uh, you, you got a plan for that? You got you your accountant and your lawyer keyed in? Uh, yeah, I got to figure that shit out, bro. Like... <laughs> the, guy, the, guy, the government's gonna come for every cent I get. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll I'll look into it. Should be I should have like at least a couple of months to figure that out. Yeah, and uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, I will not have to delay episode two by uh, due to me being in jail. <laughs> they give you a, a laptop in jail and you're just <laughs> it's like some fucking big dude named Diesel is like what you doing there boy and you're just <laughs> like I'm making a game are they putting me <laughs> are they putting me in prison with like cartoon criminals named Diesel <laughs> that's the inspiration for your next character oh <laughs> <laughs> It's just you and fucking Danny Trejo. No, I'd go to prison with Danny Trejo to be honest. I feel I like that would be that would be a good career move to be soulmates with Danny Trejo. I think I think it'd be really cool if you if you did. If, I mean, like I don't want to go to prison ever, but if you did have to go to prison and you end up a cellmate with somebody that is like, whoa, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. We're here to like. It's like Tom Cruise gets arrested at the same time as you. Oh, <laughs> you just like. Like you know, yeah. Those are, the, those are the few times where being arrested would be a good career move. <laughs> then he's like, "Yeah, I'll be a voice actor, man." We were cellmates. Who cares? And uh, <laughs> it's like how uh, was it South Park that had George Clooney play a dog? Kind of shit. You could just have Tom Cruise do just like enemy grunts and and oh, like just yeah. starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> now I like. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'd get Johnny on board. Not not Johnny. Yeah. I'd get Tom Cruise on board. I was gonna say that, I was gonna segue that because like uh I, I do want to get Johnny on board with Buff. He actually messaged me on Twitter. I was like I was like fucking starstruck. I just uh just got out of a I was in a call with Gianni yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we're we're doing a little surprise thing. It's gonna be pretty cool. But well hopefully yeah, the surprise yeah. happens before the podcast goes up. <laughs> Uh, I believe it will, and actually, I'm in control of that. So, but yeah, we're, nice. we're doing like a 
a little surprise for somebody's special day. And I'm not going to go into too much more detail, just in case I have to release this beforehand. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what would you have him do? Like what's kind of your idea? If you, uh, if you can say. I mean, I've got a few characters that need voices. Uh, right now, all the characters have placeholder voices by uh, my friend Caden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we just can't have that. We got a lot of characters and we need a lot of voices. Huh. And uh, I, like Gianni messaged me on Twitter, he wants to be a part of it. And uh, you know Sly Cooper, yeah. Uh, Kevin game, Miller, right. yeah. Okay, yeah. Kevin Miller, voice of Sly Cooper, also wants to be a part of it. That's pretty fucking awesome, man. Hell it's, yeah. it's really cool when people who like don't have to like go out of their way to like reach out and try to be part of indie projects. And I mean, I guess they're just hustling too. But it's it's, it's good networking. Like, like he's a fucking sweetheart. Like a f- like l- two years ago, he saw Buff when it was like this dinky, honestly just piece of trash indie <laughs> game that looks like it, it looked to now where it's yeah. a less dinky piece of trash. It, it, right now, Buff has some appeal to it, some visual appeal. Back then, Buff was just visually repulsive, <laughs> and uh, he saw that he was on Twitter, and like he just. He he did some lines for it just out of the kindness of his heart. He's like, this looks cool as hell and I want to be a part of it. And he just yeah. donated some lines to it. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. John St. John did that for the podcast. And he's just like, hey, nice. if you ever want me to read anything for you? And I was like, you want to do the intro to the show? And he's just like, yeah, sure. He didn't ask for anything. He was really just out of the kindness of his heart. Hell yeah. Really bro, cool. So they're, uh, he sounds like a sweetheart. It would be really funny is if that were actually not John St. John and I just had to get Gianni do John St. John's voice. <laughs> oh, Gianni, you got, you got, you got scammed by Gianni? Catfished by Gianni? No, no, it's, it's actually, <laughs> that is actually John St. John in the intro to the podcast, but I would, I wouldn't blame anybody for not believing it. It just <laughs> seems weird. It's, well, now it seems a little more believable because like there's some public interaction there, but like when we were yeah. first doing that, it just, I can imagine people like tune into this like little fucking indie podcast talking about like Project Absentia or whatever, and then they're just like, "Uh, no, that's not real." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John St. John, he's like he he reads memes and shit on Twitter. I've seen that. I heard it. Other than Johnny, I've seen I've seen uh, fucking John St. John do that meme shit on Twitter. So, do you have any other like ideas of like who? So you need three characters, right? Like that's all you need voice acting wise. Uh, no, I got I got fucking plenty of characters. I think they're oh, okay. like I'm on the twelfth or fifteenth enemy. Yeah, twelve or fifteen. You know, mix them up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I need need a lot of voices. Well, shit. Well, I'll hit some people up and send them your way if you want me to. I mean, I sure. Know, that'd, that'd be fucking. I know awesome. a couple people. I know a couple folks who like to talk into microphones and say weird shit all the time. I mean, hell yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I also, uh, I was initially going to have like, oh, all my friends are going to be there. But <laughs> after after that uh, Realm Z video, I realized that most of my friends cannot act. <laughs> so uh, like, you know, Christian got in, Christian did a good job reading his lines. But I have one friend who like, I messaged him with the instructions like, hey, can you read this line and then say, my name is Dragon Falafels and I am buff. And like read it while looking off to the side 
in a like a quiet sort of soft spoken voice like you know like all those Ubisoft E3 interviews or whatever yeah and then he did he read that and then said my name is Dragon Fafalas and I am buff <laughs> then he turned towards the camera and gave it a big wink like what <laughs> the fuck I didn't <laughs> What the fuck? So I, I didn't realize that Arlene was like a fucking thespian actress until I saw that. I was like, holy shit, this is this is intense. Like that part almost made me cry. I mean like it's, it's tear jerking. It's, like, it's a little story. <laughs> so did you write all that yourself? Uh like I, I wrote Yeah. Huh. Nice. Some Should be making stuff, short films. Some like of the stuff was improvised, like yeah. um like at the end when the guy just got up and he was not wearing any pants, that was completely improvised, but that had to be the ending. That had to be the topper. <laughs> and yeah, it all, it all worked out. Are, are there any other like, uh, aspects to the game that haven't been revealed yet? Like things that like environmental changes, is it all going to be the cityscape sort of thing or, Oh no! There's uh, going to be different levels. I think in the trailer for Realm Safe actually showed off a little bit of the mall area, a little bit of okay. theater area, and uh, I want to have a lot of different uh, varieties. So, like urban jungle kind of theme for the most sort part, of or? like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like I initially I wanted to have it all be like places where kids would go. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of buff is like, you know, child's imagination sort of stuff. It's all, you know, child's play. Every All the weapons are makeshift stuff I found lying around the house. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, so- soda can and a, what, a paper towel roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I, I, like, after that, I was like, no, that's fucking stupid. I'm not going to limit myself. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm the I'm the supreme leader of Buff Corp. I do what I want. <laughs> I want someone to cut this out and like when fi- in five years when I get canceled for doing some stupid ass shit. <laughs> I told you before we started if you if you might, keep it. if you do say something. Okay. Keep it. If I I'll ever get canceled, it better be as funny as possible. <laughs> it's not. Hopefully, it's not for an actual crime. It's just because you said something really funny. Yeah. Okay. And then you get thrown in prison with Danny Trejo and Tom Cruise. No, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny Trejo and Tom Cruise. I'd definitely go to prison with them. <laughs> You'd be the safest guy in prison, for sure. Is that an insult? Oh, no, safest as in, yeah, they protect me. I get that, I get that. Yeah, I mean, who's going to fuck with Danny Trejo? Nobody. I would imagine if you know if you if you walking through the prison yard and Danny Trejo's there, like I, I don't think anybody's trying to pick a fight with that guy. They're just like, whoa, Danny Trejo, you're fucking I'm badass, fuck yeah. Machete. <laughs> I love Machete from Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he, Uncle Machete. Like that's canonical too. Like that that's in the same universe. For real, which is so weird. Yes, yeah. They uh, Robert Rodriguez is a fucking genius. <laughs> but, like, from, how do you go from Uncle, Spy Kids to like R-rated Machete? <laughs> Uncle Machete is, you know, retired in the timeline of Spy Kids. He, you know, he mentions that he used to be like an agent, right? And that's why he has all these connections and shit. And so then Damn. he, yeah, it's like weird. I haven't seen Spy Kids in so long. We should watch that. Sure. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Let's go watch yeah, let's go Kids. Spy Kids watch party. Just turn it into a commentary over the movie. Oh, <laughs> 
Hey, welcome to the official In the Keep review of Spy Kids. Uh, what is up with these thumb people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I just remember the fucking that's thumb not people. Thumb people? I got to write that oh, down. Yeah, writing it down. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, I was going to say, that completely belongs on buff. Yeah. The, the Slizzards, remember those guys from Spy Kids 2? What the fuck? The Slizzards? I don't remember the Slizzards. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's Spy Kids 2. Uh, you know, like, so they get to that island, yeah. and uh, Steve Buscemi has got like all the miniatures of the monsters and shit. Like, a, yeah. He's like naming them all off, and one of them is called a Slizzard. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah. Isn't that like the kind of uh, like the Island of Dr. Moreau thing where it's just a bunch yeah. of mutant animals? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. All right, that concludes our review of Spy Kids. Well, actually, <laughs> did you see Spy Kids 3D in theaters when it came out? Uh, no, I only saw it on TV in 2D. I think that was the last great actual in theater 3D experience I've ever had. Every every time oh. since then, it's just like this is just you're just charging me extra money for glasses. That was like but 2006 Spy Kids 3D, or something, right? Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. I was a little kid when Spy Kids 3 came out. So it was yeah. bad fucking ass for me. I was like, you know, like shit literally would come like flying out into the audience. And like, it, just, it was way because when you, I paid for like, was it Godzilla or some shit in 3D? And I was like, this is the same movie with glasses on. This the is 1998 Godzilla? No, like the a couple of years ago. Not the oh. most, not Godzilla King of Monsters or whatever the fuck it's called. The 2014 or, Godzilla. Yeah, that one. The that one with the freaking bad guy. You didn't like it? It, it was look when Godzilla was on screen, it was the best movie ever made. But Godzilla was never on screen. Um, didn't the reviews yeah, say true. opposite? Or the reviews, I, like there's not enough human drama. There's too much monster fighting. I think that there's a a balance you have to have with Godzilla movies, and I, I don't. The thing is about the characters, I don't really give a shit. I didn't <laughs> like put this movie on to get involved in some military drama bullshit like yeah. i just want to see godzilla wreck shit uh but i mean you have to have a plot right and the, the problem is that they like in that particular movie they just killed off uh brian cranston's character yeah. like who's like he's like the most important character and then they just kill him off really early and then what? it's just like i've lost the plot now we're just following this fucking marine guy around and i don't i don't even the, know like why he's the, re- the human characters in godzilla 2014 they wouldn't be likable if they were all cast by dogs <laughs> They're all just dogs walking around. It's like I'm, I'm just here to watch Godzilla fuck shit up. And yeah. that was that was not it. That was not the movie. I thought Millie Bobby Brown was good in both of them, and that one and the most recent one. But I've not seen uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, Kong versus Godzilla was badass. It was really good. I'm serious. I, I love Adam Wingard. Period. He's like one of my favorite directors. But oh, yeah, I thought he did a kick-ass job with that movie. I've seen, yeah, I've seen the. 2014 Godzilla movie and uh, King of Monsters and Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Wait, you haven't gonna... seen Kong Skull Island or you have? No, I, I have. I have. I have oh, seen Kong yeah. I was actually going to okay. skip it, but then fucking Dave Oshry was talking about it in the Realm's Leap server. I was like, yeah, might as well watch. It turned out yeah. to be the best one. I loved it. I, I didn't expect to either, but I mean, I knew, like, all right, I like this director. This This can't be that bad. It's a Godzilla movie, so worst case scenario, I'll just fall asleep to some <laughs> I love it. Damn. It's fucking uh 
the shit where they like go into the middle of, you know, the core of the world or whatever. And then the gravity shift, you know, where they're like doing like the sort of like 180 with the gravity, like you get to that point of equilibrium and then they land on the other side. I think you're talking about yeah, that's the new one. Godzilla. Yeah. I've not seen that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's in the newest one. Okay. Well, fuck it. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll get it. They'll, they'll be fine. We'll have to put that in the, in the title is like warning. <laughs> if you've not seen spy kids, if you haven't seen spy kids or Kong versus Godzilla, don't want listen to this podcast. Or like just just have the title on YouTube be like in the key podcast with uh, Omar parentheses Spy Kids plus Godzilla spoilers. <laughs> like it's not even it doesn't even say buff on it. It just says Omar Spy Kids and Godzilla. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! No, I'm not gonna do that. Damn. They'll get over it. They'll get over it. They'll be okay. That, that's what I want my legacy to be. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined Spy Kids for a whole generation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what whole generation? <laughs> There's no way kids these days are watching Spy Kids. What? Why not? Uh, they got they got other movies to watch. I don't know what, what the fuck cool? they watch. What, I don't even know what's cool for kids now. What do kids watch? Kids watch. Uh, I think they just watch R-rated movies now. I don't think that there's like a you don't get to have a childhood anymore. You just go straight uh, to the fucking. I know. mean, when I was a kid, my parents, my parents let me watch Bad Boys. That was one of my experiences in learning English. Was fucking oh, yeah. Bad Boys, and I think that's probably one of the reasons I'm a little vulgar. Where's your family from? Uh, Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. So you guys use the Z a lot when you talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, use a lot of things. <laughs> That's just something I noticed. I, I think I told you before, like that I I had gone through like uh, the Defense Language Institute, and I was learning Iraqi, and so I would like try to talk to other people who are Arab you know, or spoke Arabic, and my Southern accent mixed with the Iraqi accent, trying to talk oh, to an no. Egyptian person was just wild. Oh, no. like, and, and they were just, it's almost like I, they understood what I was saying, but they would just be laughing at how ridiculous I sounded. Well, like, like even uh, people with like Iraqi accents sometimes have trouble talking to people with, like Egyptian accents. Yeah. So imagine just fucking just tossing a Southern American accent in there. It's just, it's not going <laughs> to work out for anybody. Well, it's a, a, Iraqi is like the fucking Alabama of the Middle East, really. Like, uh, a- <laughs> Like the way that they speak, because they just string words together. Like, hey, it's it, like the same way they were like, "Hey, how y'all doing today?" They're like, "Shakamoku, Bafundak Al Rashid." And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck did he say?" And he's like, "He said what's up in the hotel." And I'm like, "I don't know why I said that, but it just sounds like, yeah, yeah they just it, there's no separation of the, literally if you write out phonetically Iraqi, it's like you have to discern. Okay, this is part of the first word of a sentence. This is the second word. So yeah. I'm actually doing that backwards because it reads this way. That's wild. So do you guys, you fun. actually moved here from Egypt, Egypt or I'm currently in Egypt. What? I did not know that. Yeah. It's Man. fucking, it's uh 8 PM right now. Fuck. I had no hey. idea. You, you I, speak English like so perfectly that I just assumed you live in America. That's because watching bad boys over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> bad boys and spy kids. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, it Man. was actually like, Here's a, here's a hot tip. Here's a hot uh, trick. You know, like uh, when pretty much making any media, the you know big rule of thumb is show don't tell. 
a really like the perfect movie example of that is all Pixar movies is because I like I watched Finding Nemo and The Incredibles and all that stuff before I spoke a word of English without any Arabic subtitles and I yeah. fully understood them. There's this guy is a wrestler named Kevin. I think he goes by Owens now. It used to be Kevin Steen and he was a French Canadian. Yeah. And he learned English by just watching wrestling and like Jim Ross doing the commentary. So his like his English was like this like Oklahoma guy saying like he's <laughs> he's beating him like a government mule, but he learned <laughs> perfectly how to speak and just doing it as a little kid. And I think yeah, as a kid it's way easier to learn languages anyway. Yeah. That's this fucking it's like this this media that's the the more easier you can access it just by looking at it and not necessarily understanding what's being said, that's the easier it is to learn that language. Yeah. Man, I wish my parents had encouraged me to learn languages when I was little because it, it, there's not a thing <laughs> <laughs> where I grew up. It's like, we speak American here. I mean, over here, it's kind of, uh, I think like every school teaches at least a secondary language, if not three different languages. And uh, yeah. With like like how many tourists are here? I know some people that can't read or write in Arabic, but they still yeah. speak more like more than one language. That's because like that's how that's just how tourism is. Yeah, you know, like you meet Americans and English people all the time. Man, now I'm gonna have to come visit you, man. I, w- I want to go do all that shit. I mean, hey, come on down. Christian wants to come down. Dope. Christian wants to come down too. Let's make a fucking trip out of it. Let's all go to Egypt. Hell yeah! Absolutely. Oh yeah, I've been planning it for years. Yeah. Every year, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out. I promise. You know, I'll take you guys to a pie restaurant that is literally older than the U.S. A pie <laughs> restaurant? Like they just make yeah. pies, like apple yeah. pie, and well, it, you know, different kinds of pies. Uh, it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole ordeal. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It's uh, called Fitir Micheltit, which is just. Uh, it's like the top layer of a pie, you know, like a pot pie. Just take that top layer, make make it kind of like a sandwich, like a lasagna, and uh, stuff it with stuff. Put stuff in it. That sounds fucking crazy good. <laughs> like, uh, uh, <laughs> let's do it. I'm in. Let's go. I'm not sure when, but I'll make this happen. Yeah, you know, I think I think uh, yeah, it's pretty easy and safe to travel these days. Well, I mean, it can't be right now, but eventually, <laughs> we can't do this shit forever. I hope. Yeah, God, can I, you make I, it here by Saturday? <laughs> I was surprised I got to fly to Denmark, but it wasn't a big deal. Other than you know, just make sure you ha- I had to have my like vaccine card and wear a mask on the plane and all that shit, but it wasn't okay. it wasn't a problem. They let me in crazily. <laughs> it was actually harder to get back into the U.S. than it was to leave and go to Scandinavia. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, a hot, a hot, hot tip. You know, any trip you take, just buy a one-way ticket, and if you, if you know, if you just stay way longer than you tell them you'll stay, they'll just deport your ass back for free. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh. yeah, I don't think they'll let you back, but, you know, 
<laughs> you get to save all that money. You get to save all the big plane trip. <laughs> and they throw you in a prison cell with Danny Trejo well, and, yeah. and Tom Cruise. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, uh, I played juniors in college hockey. Um, and back in juniors, I played with a bunch of like Europeans, Ukrainian, Latvians, Belarus, Russian, most mm-hmm. of those countries. And so they had to have visas to play over here. And one of the ways they tried getting around because you had to go back every so often for X amount of time. Right. So what they did is they go on vacation to Mexico for like two weeks and then come back and ended up getting happening where the, uh, I guess the U S government didn't like that. Yeah. And so they got like a two year ban Oh, uh, from the U S for it. So it was a interesting thing that happened. I, I didn't know that was a thing up until it happened. And of course he was our best player on the team. So, you know, that sucked too. But, Wait, so so the rule is that you like every once in a while you don't have to go back to the country where you're from. You just have to go to any leave. other country in the world and then go. You don't back. have to go home, but you can't stay here, kind of thing. The fuck? Yeah, and yeah. it was some like well, they had tried bypassing it, something like that, and it ended up not working out so great in their favor. Uh, obviously, so yeah, they got deported. Um, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of hockey stories like that with uh, a lot of the the imports making some interesting decisions while here. The fuck? Yeah. Where, like, like in Vegas. So where are you from? Uh, I live in Colorado. Okay, so yeah, you, you actually can't play hockey there. So I was surprised yeah. when I moved to Arizona. Like, we have a hockey team. Like, yeah. like it's like mm. uh, the Roadrunners or whatever. And I was just like, that, that just sounds, it's like the Jamaican bobsled team. Like, the Arizona hockey team. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't ridiculous. Arizona, like, really hot? Uh, in the south, the southern half of Arizona is like desert. It, it's the Sonoran Desert. It's fucking hellscape outside, right? Now. Like it's it's starting to cool off because it's like we don't have winter, but we have you know summer, and then we have super summer in the summertime. But <laughs> I get yeah. that. Oh, yeah, no, Arizona definitely has hockey too. Um, ASU, mm-hmm. uh, they were actually in the same league as us, so we go play against them. Um, yeah, but there's just something so, about being in Phoenix playing hockey, that just, like ice <laughs> yeah. hockey. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't make like, sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally like 45 degrees Celsius or some shit. And you're just like, yeah, but we're keeping the, the rink cold. <laughs> like it's no problem. We actually, yeah, we, well, we've got, we've got ice rinks here in Egypt as well. I fucking, there's only one time I went ice skating and yeah. I was so very bad at it, obviously, because I had no practice. And when one time I, I was getting up and I saw that at least three people were recording me, you know, back with our old fucking Nokia flip phones, I was like, you know yeah. what, big guy's skating is just not for me. You, you might be the only person who can answer this question for me. You can go ahead first, Christian, because this is going to be a whole different tangent. Okay, yeah, I was just going to say, I have a buddy I played with. He played for Team Iran. Yeah. Oh. And so yeah, I was, I was like, I didn't know that was a thing, you know, as or, or as a, I guess short sighted as that is, but I kind of assumed hockey was a very Canada, Eastern European, and United States thing. Yeah, like so, I, cold, I, I would assume it only happens in places that are cold. Like yeah, yeah like inherently because ice. Yeah. You know, you can go as far as like Arizona, but yeah, that's the end of my. <laughs> The pyramids, aliens or not? <laughs> I was just saying. 
I'm going to say it was the lizard people. <laughs> the slizzard. The slizzard <laughs> people. We tied it back. <laughs> That's why Spy Kids 4 never happened. Because uh, like the, the slizzard people, they control the world. They wouldn't let it happen. Fuck. Damn. Well, something interesting, Dread. Have you ever been to the uh, pyramids? No. Man, that's crazy. I mean, I guess it's just like oh, whatever. I, I mean, mean it's it's tourist stuff, you know. Like like people in New York don't fucking spend their weekends going on a boat ride in Manhattan. They just live there. I mean, I still went to the Grand Canyon, you know. Like it's it was kind of out of my way, but it's and it is a tourist thing to do. But it's like fuck, it's right there. It, it's not like tourist shit. Like it's like uh you know going and eating at the shitty restaurants. It's like going to see one of the wonders of the world that just happens to be right there. Actually, I did plan on going to see the pyramids this winter because, like, <laughs> you know, I do have this, like, weird, irrational fear. Like, you know what? Literally any day a fucking meter can just come and take the pyramids out. So when you when you do visit, I need your report back immediately on whether or not okay. it was the lizard people. Or the I'll aliens. investigate. Okay. <laughs> you're you're yeah, the, the guy who's going to crack the case. <laughs> <laughs> I just show up with like a fucking like a magnifying glass or whatever. I think I have a magnifying yeah. glass here. Yeah, I'll put that in the episode description. <laughs> like Omar Samir, Egyptologist. Like <laughs> parentheses detective, paranormal detective. <laughs> I'll find those slizzards if it's the last thing I do. Studied oh. under uh, Agent Mulder at the X Files uh, for oh. years. Oh. All the, like all the fucking guards at the pyramids are just watching me fuck around with the magnifying glass, humming the X Files theme. <laughs> they probably just be like another one of these, really. <laughs> this would be the first Every time day. either. You <laughs> yeah. would, you'd be the least weird guy. Oh, I gotta take an early lunch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You never seen any of them? You never been to any of this stuff? No, none of the I mean, I, none of the cool shit. So, like, I've seen the pyramids, but not like up close. Right, like the, they're just the over pyramids. There. Like, yeah, the pyramids are so fucking big; you can see them from plenty of places. Yeah, they're just. And they're at just no there. point in your life where you're like, uh, "I'm gonna check that out." Like, well, it's that looks you know, cool. quite. It's quite a few hours away. Like they're they're big, they're really big. But you look out there and you see them in the horizon. It's like you know when you're playing a game, you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight that boss eventually." <laughs> yeah. But then you're like, "No, it's way too far away. I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> go there." That's nuts. I, I've traveled all over the fucking place. I like went to Yosemite. I haven't made it. I, I'm probably not gonna now because I'm moving. But I wanted to go do uh, Glacier and Yellowstone. And I went to Monument Valley, which was fucking dope. Like, there's so many fucking cool ass things. I, I like seeing cool things. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I've literally never left Egypt. Man, I've seen a lot of stuff in Egypt. I just uh, yeah, never, never left. Never got a visa. Never uh, nothing. No passport. I, I got a passport. I was a. Uh, I, w- I got a passport because I was actually planning on going a trip to uh, E3 2019 uh-huh. uh, with Christian, actually, and uh, a bunch of our other friends. But pretty much overnight, uh, you, like, you have to book a uh, visa appointment to see if they'll actually uh, let you have it. And the waiting time for it went from three months 
to like six months overnight. Man. And so I was trying to get it in like January. And I was like, well, the visa appointment would be literally after E3 now. So I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. We had a great time though. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that trip was pretty cool though. It would have been great having Omar there, but we had our buddy from Canada that we've never met before. You know, none of us had met. We always just knew each other online. Yeah. But I flew from Colorado, you know, to Los Angeles. Our buddy from Canada flew out to Los Angeles and our buddy from like, um, what is that? Santa Monica, uh, Santa, Santa the, Ana. Orange yeah, County. Come up. Just yep. say, just say his full address on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got really specific with, with his, so, but yeah, it was super fun. It would have been great to have him there. And we're planning at some point to get him out here. So, yeah, that, for, you know, for some reason, I don't think we're going to make uh, E3 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. On a hunch. We, uh, we had like a very similar experience at like QuakeCon. It's just like, you know, you all these people that you've been talking to for maybe years or whatever, and you just meet them for the first time and it's like no different. You know, it's just oh. like, oh, this is awesome. Like, like we're just, we're, we're doing the same thing we usually do. Just sitting, we're breathing the same air now. <laughs> it's about, yeah. Yeah. You get our human yeah. interaction in. Yeah. You can, uh, you know, just slap the shit out of each other. <laughs> Instead of having to just hurl insults at each other. Yeah. Now, now I don't have to slap myself for you. You can just slap me. Oh, you got weird friends. <laughs> just you got hit with a shovel, so yeah, <laughs> you know it, it's Bring pretty it normal for him. Yeah, so, uh, we didn't slap each other, but we rented out an Airbnb, and there's three of us staying there. And obviously, there's only two beds, so what do you do? You know, all three of us went on one bed. Um, no, yeah. but we shared couches and stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> keep going. We just—I don't know if Omar has ever seen this video, but. At some point, we had like a pillow tossing contest, and our buddy Rex threw the pillow and just it hit everything on the table. Mm. You know, and we don't know why it was a good idea, but like you were saying, it was just. Have you not seen it? I have not. Oh, it was like and yeah. anyway, that's how there. I got HIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, but like you were saying, though, yeah, it's you got awesome HIV in another way. <laughs> another airbnb <laughs> no well it's not hiv but across the street there's this hotel cecil in los angeles if you know what that is is that where people uh, got I've, only, I've only ever been to la like one time and yeah. I, I wasn't i wasn't impressed no i wasn't either <laughs> but so there's this netflix documentary about this place called hotel cecil oh yeah and, i have seen that i have seen that documentary yeah so like we the, had straight the girl across. who gets like trapped in the water tank or whatever yeah, so I had went there E3 2017, I think. And my older brother and I, we stayed in that hotel without knowing, of course, because we wouldn't have done it had we known. Um, and then we went E3 2019. We rented it right across the street from there because LA yeah. has some weird thing where there's like, you know, really pretty nice stuff. And then immediately across the street, it's kind of rough. But yeah, so Hotel Cecil turned out to be this whole like haunted serial killer thing. And I was like, that is, that's not great. You know, we went there for E3 and then you figure out that you're staying somewhere with a bunch of like killings and murders. Yeah, it was just a. It's awesome, dude. That's a haunted Uh, E3 trip. Yeah. I booked it. We should do that again with you. I booked a night at the Hollywood Hotel, which is like 
the scariest fucking place I think I've ever seen. Like literally is like, you know, the, the attendant is behind bulletproof glass <laughs> kind of place. And Damn. I like, I went out, I like, you know, ventured out to my car cause I forgot my like phone charger and these two, uh, we'll, we'll call them male prostitutes. I'm not sure what pronoun they preferred, but they presented as male okay. kind of. And they, I, they approached me in a way that made me feel very unsafe. And I literally like slammed my car door shut and sprinted back into the hotel room and locked the door behind me. I was like, fuck this fucking town. Um, yeah. They're like, Hey buddy, you want a blow job? And I was just like, no, <laughs> are you sure? And they're like walking towards me. And I'm just like, I'm out of here. I'm fucking Damn. gone. They didn't even ask for money, huh? I, I don't know what the deal was. You know, like, just- I, I think they just, uh, you know, finished up oh. with each other in the car and they were just looking for the next. <laughs> Victim. Well, no. Uh, right, right after yeah. they left, they like they called a mutual friend. Like, all these pickup lines are just not working. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it was. I haven't been that scared in a long time. Because they were big dudes too. It wasn't like you know they probably could have just had their way with me. Maybe maybe I should have just been open minded. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's twenty twenty one now. So you know, have to rename this podcast in the deep. <laughs> yeah you just keep in the deep at that point just remove yeah. one of the ends oh yeah i would not i would not eat or drink anything at a place called the hollywood hotel yeah it seems, seems like a trap uh, i can't believe i slept in the, the bed they had there man it was one of those like yeah i think it had like a corn operated like massage thing like you get in a like a oh, no <laughs> <laughs> who knows what went on in that place that's that sounds like the kind of place that would have people just casually like walking around between the walls yeah <laughs> it's like your all the mirrors are like a two-way mirror <laughs> <laughs> every single one yeah just, uh, <laughs> yes so the hotel cecil the main lobby the floor is leather and yeah i i'm not really sure how i would feel about that i don't know why that was ever a thing and then, like, it was all community showers, you mm-hmm. know, and the drains. They didn't drain, <laughs> no so the fuck. water just fills up. You're mm-hmm. like, nope. Uh, no, uh, no, thank you. The good news is they had a Hooters, though, nearby. Bro, yeah, back by good. the event center. So <laughs> at least lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner was all at Hooters. So there was a hey. pick-me-up part of the day. Dinner um, and a show. <laughs> a fucking Hotel Cecil sounds like I'd want to get murdered at the... No, you... <laughs> I would say you don't have a choice in the matter, but oh. you know it happens or it doesn't. You know, you're just it's, rolling the dice when you're there. Yeah, or anywhere, <laughs> any anywhere in Los Angeles at night or or any time of day, you're just rolling the dice. It's like it's a crap yeah. shoot. No, that's like, good. I to see know. why people stayed on the main road by the event center now. Yeah, but I was a, uh, you know. In college, not a lot of money. You're like, this is so cool. And then you figure out years later that it was not so cool. I stayed at a a hostel in Kansas City one time. And that was, it wasn't scary. It was just fucking weird. Like it was like an Airbnb kind of situation where this, some lady had a gigantic house and it was just like, you know, a community house and like you have the showers and, you know, bedroom or kind of individually rented out. Um. But it was like the lady who owned it was like a holistic healer and also a clown. And she wasn't there when I was there. So like I just walk up to the door and knock and they're like, hey, you're Ty. And it's just like the other people who were staying there. And they're like, well, come on in, buddy. And like I had my cat with me in like a crate. 
and they also had cats. So that was like a whole fucking problem. We had to keep her like in the bedroom <laughs> and, and I was very surprised. Like people were not very social at all. Like I thought this was going to be like, Oh yeah, we'll meet some interesting people over breakfast. And they're all just like, uh, I'm working. <laughs> I'm, can you have that lady on the podcast? The <laughs> fucking holistic healer by day, clown I, by she, night. That's the thing. Is that when I booked the place, I was like, I'm looking, I, I'm looking forward to meeting this individual. That's going to be interesting. And like, yeah, what kind know. of life does she lead? I want to know more. <laughs> Put her on a podcast. But the, the place was all decked out with like you know, like spirit crystals and shit, like you know, all that kind of stuff too. It's pretty interesting. Fucking spirit crystals and red noses and spirit crystals and red noses. That's gonna be the title of my autobiography. Once I, literally after this podcast, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna become a holistic healer clown. <laughs> the, don't show up dressed as a clown when you go to prison. Have like one of those those conferences where people like pay seven or eight hundred dollars to be a part of to listen to yeah. a fucking motivational speaker. But I'm dressed as a clown the entire time. You should put that. That should be a character in the game. Is the, the oh. spiritual healer clown? Oh, oh yeah. Let's go. The thumb people, or maybe the thumb guy is a spiritual healer slash clown. Oh, he's got a red like nose he like he little... he moonlights as a spiritual healer. You know? <laughs> Well, like once a weekend, he drops by, buff to you know be an enemy, but you know he does he does spiritual healing on the weekends. Is there a story to buff? Uh, not necessarily, not really. It's mostly just like again, it's like a child's imagination. It's just uh, you know, like a kid having fun. But you're an adult. Well, I'm I'm in touch with my childlike <laughs> imagination. <laughs> what do you mean I'm an adult? What's that fucked up thing that Family Guy had, uh, like Michael Jackson with the cereal box commercial, and he's like, "The, the, fuck? the kid in me loves the delicious flavor, oh. and the adult in me loves the kid in me." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that might be the part I have to. I'm kidding. They did it on TV. We'll be all right. Oh. They put it on TV. They'll let it on YouTube. I don't know, actually, these days. But uh, whatever. I get demonetized on YouTube. There are worse things that could happen. That's fun. Yeah. What what else is this podcast on? Yeah, Spotify? I mean, everything that I'm aware of. It's on uh, Ghana, which is like the the Indian Spotify. It's a country. No, it's like G-A-A-N-A. It's a a Spotify-like app, but localized to like India. Oh. Um, and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and all that shit. I think SoundCloud's the only one that it's not on. And that's because SoundCloud doesn't allow you to enter a RSS feed to SoundCloud that you have to use SoundCloud and then put it on everything else. I don't know why they do that, but huh. that is their preference. Well, they're, they're just missing out on this. Yeah. Fuck Spy them. kids. Godzilla cast. that's uh that is that is kind of interesting that you bring up the it it is all from your imagination it was like it being from a kid's perspective yeah because like all the health is like soda and shit like that so are you encouraging children to consume sugar is this a 
Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I did not say anything <laughs> that even sounded like that. This is the uh, this is the Dan Rather interview. Let's no. get down to the gotcha questions. The fuck is Dan Rather? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's some news. I, he might not even be relevant to this conversation. I just said oh. the name of a, a news reporter <laughs> in America. Okay. <laughs> you know, I hope Dan Rather's doing good. I hope he's <laughs> he's a good life. Was he the guy who did the like "fuck it, we're doing it live" thing? Was that him? I don't know, but I hope he's doing good too. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't watch the news. That's a problem. I have no idea what's going on in the world. I I'm gonna tell you something. Watching the news is a lot of things. A problem is not one of them. <laughs> it's so, so depressing. <laughs> Like every I time I like it's... visit my grandparents, they just watch the news every day still, and I'm just like this is just fucking really depressing. Like I realize yeah. that bad things happen, but like I don't want to hear like every rape, murder, and child abduction yeah. that happened today every day before I go to bed. It just gives me nightmares. Like yeah, like I know I know all this stuff happens a lot to a lot of people. I can't do anything about it, so I don't want to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> like damn. Uh-oh. At least we have Buff to keep us happy and, and we can remember all of our fun things about being children as I we hope consume <laughs> copious amounts of soda and ride rockets to the moon. It's all, look, ammo, cola, it's all completely sugar-free. That's, uh, my, that's, my, that's my guarantee as a game developer. <laughs> all the cans of soda are sugar-free and Buff. It's a... Uh, like LaCroix or something like that, or what? Like it's se- like uh, seltzer water. It's, 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 it's just, that doesn't sound like my childhood at it's all. Aquarium yeah, I, I was seltzer drinking water. three liters of Fago when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. what'd you call me? And <laughs> Fago is a, uh, is a Detroit based soda ripoff company. Like basically they just make the cheap shitty version of every other popular soda. And you could get a three liter for like 99 cents or whatever. When I was a kid, I'm just like, fuck yes. Damn. I'm drinking this whole bottle of orange soda. Today. <laughs> like, hey, like I was, I was, I was fucking addicted to soda when I was a kid. I, uh, Oh yeah. And not anymore. I quit. And that's why all the cans of soda and buff completely sugar free. They are all aquarium water. I literally like, I can't tell you the last time I had a soda. Like I, I can't drink them anymore. I used to uh, literally like I could not go a day without drinking a Pepsi, like damn, maybe bro. five or six of them. Like I was just <laughs> always drinking soda. Um, it's probably like honestly, I think it was like basic training. Like I just didn't have any sugar for a long time, and then when I came back, I think I probably had like a sip of a Coke. I'm like, this is terrible. Fuck that! And I never <laughs> touched it again. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. That shit was. It's funny. So did like- not have the same effect on nicotine though. Surprisingly. Oh. As soon as they told me you can go to the gas station, I went straight there and bought cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so like, uh, I quit soda in 2017, and you know, people tell you like when you get off artificial sugar, you can taste the natural sweetness in a bunch of things. That's that's all fucked up. Like, you know, I mean, chicken. I don't want to taste the natural sweetness in chicken. <laughs> you <laughs> the put fuck sweetness is this? on your chicken? Like, what do you? No you put sugar in it, or no. It just it just tasted like that. I was like, "What the fuck? It's not supposed to taste like this. It's supposed to taste like salt, or you know, chicken." What the fuck are you talking about? 
the natural sweetness in chicken. I, I, that's yeah, that's what, what it felt like for a while. Chickens over there, soda. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what, I don't just, know. I don't know. Just, they're, just, they're just taking a chicken and just pouring <laughs> fucking three liters. <laughs> <of steak. laughs> like caramelized onions. Am I going crazy? I don't know. I, 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 next time I'm, I have a bunch of, chi- I just bought a bunch of chicken thighs and when I cook them, I'll let you know if I find the natural sweetness in them. <laughs> well, it's about to say, I, I'm not a good cook. So everything I cook is always like no seasoning. I can't say I, uh, really, really? Sweet Wait, that's not, that's yeah. not, that's not being just a bad cook. That's pl- just making just bad choices. Plain food. <laughs> Yeah. Let me put you on. I, you want to make ch- chicken? All you need to do is go go buy this fantastic product. It's called Cajun seasoning, like Tony's Creole seasoning, and just put it all over your chicken. Oh, your life will change. That's forever. all. That's all you need. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, uh, you know, I drink water and eat plain chicken and white rice. That's it. So, you know, <laughs> so, so routine buff, every day. <laughs> Yeah, that's the so, secret uh, to your muscles. It just never occurred to him to put seasoning on food. <laughs> like, I thought that wasn't allowed. I thought <laughs> you had to suffer when you eat food. Are you, are you in are you in prison right now? Like what? You don't have to suffer when you eat. I mean, you can eat really healthy shit good. and put spices. It's not like you're adding calories or fat with herbs and spices. <laughs> I thought you had to suffer to be happy, though. I thought that was the whole thing, right? I don't think you have to suffer by eating plain. Chicken, nothing on it. <laughs> I mean, it, just, it makes you appreciate when you go to the restaurant. Though you're like, "Wow, this is this is good." Yeah, you know, I'm I'm known Wait. as the garbage disposal. So. so you're gonna appreciate restaurant food by making your personal food terrible? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm gonna exactly put you on. Like, I, I, there's a lot of days when, like what I mentioned earlier, when we were doing the realms deep shit, but where I'm like on discord like streaming myself in the kitchen while i'm cooking talking to people and i, yeah. I, I fucking go ape shit when i cook man i love cooking so uh, uh, christian is actually burning garbage in every single room of the house just so that when he goes outside the air just <laughs> so fresh, so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's beautiful it's not wrong so, that gamer stink He's oh just- <laughs> <laughs> but we're actually going to be selling gamer stink mistake <laughs> on our store sometime after lunch. I saw this advertisement on Twitter the other day where it was just like design your own fragrance and advertise it on your social media and we'll sell it. And I was just like, just beer and bo would be <laughs> it's beer and body odor by the mother. Yeah. <laughs> which is also the title of your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea gonna say that also sounds like i play hockey like beer league now that sounds exactly like the locker room beer and bo as well who wants to read a 26 year old's autobiography that's like not interesting i haven't lived enough life chapter long yeah Um, yeah. if you make up a lot of cool interesting shit (laughs) then uh they uh, can they sue you for writing a completely fake autobiography there's just you put it in the fiction section and it's not a problem I mean, if no one can verify it, it's, you know. Okay. You I don't I know that my, I didn't go to the moon. I want my autobiography to be like Forrest Gump. Like, it's got to be that wild. Oh, yeah. Oh. You just did a bunch of crazy shit. Wait, doesn't Forrest Gump, like, actually go to the moon in the book in version? The book. Yeah. Yeah. And he's all, yeah, he's a pro wrestler. He goes to the moon he, and, and all the other shit that's in the movie. It's, it's wild, man. 
Like, like yeah, the movie is already crazy enough. He already does enough crazy shit in the movie. Right. As soon as I heard about the book, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know it was a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's a sequel, too. I've never read either of them. Oh. Oh, a sequel to the book, not the movie. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know where you go after the end of that. It's just like, okay, now Forrest is settled down and living in this house, raising his kid. And that's it. <laughs> the second book starts with Forrest Gump reanimating himself from the dead. <laughs> that's one of the other things you can do. Forrest Gump to Electric Boogaloo. It's like, now he's... It's like Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, like he's Cyber Gump. It's like my mama told me death is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know which one you're gonna get, but I know which one you're gonna get. Forrest <laughs> <laughs> Gump Two is a fucking hardcore action movie. Let's how many go. Movies, how many movies have we spoiled so far? We've spoiled Forrest Gump Two, all three Spy Kids, all four Spy Kids movies. God. Yeah. So, uh, Oh God. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, shit. Does any of this tie into your game? Uh, is there I'll any work, way I'll I could get back work. on the subject of your game? I'll make it work. <laughs> I mean, Forrest Gump Two sounds like a perfect movie for like a fake movie poster and buff. I should send you some of the, like the, some of the fake ones that are made already. Uh, okay. They're 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 very fun. They actually can do tie into Godzilla. So that's how, that's how we tie into buff. Uh, can I name a few? Yeah. Uh, there's a Weekend at Godzilla's, which is like Weekend at Bernie's, <laughs> but instead of Bernie, okay. it's Godzilla. <laughs> uh, fuck, what Are else? you allowed to say Godzilla? Like, is I, that... I wrote Godzilla with okay, a B. No, <laughs> <you're fine. laughs> that's one way to get around it. <laughs> They can't sue Godzilla. <laughs> They'd have to claim Godzilla and make him real first. Uh, fuck Wells. Uh, lunch at Tiffany's. You know Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, but it's it's lunch at Tiffany's. Though. It's lunch at Tiffany's, and it's an action movie, and the Tiffany got a shotgun. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Can Evil Dead, which is just that Evil Dead, sounds but- dope. <laughs> evil can evil. Yes, it's it's just like Bruce Campbell, but he's like in the American flag outfit on a fucking motorcycle, <laughs> shooting a shotgun as he flies <laughs> over a ramp. That would be actually much cooler than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, you can't use that. That's my idea. Shit, I'm playing. You can't sue me for can evil death. <laughs> you bastard. I like to. It's, it's one of those like night shift, get bored things, but take every movie that I can and make the porn parody of it. Oh, like, like uh, what? Like, you know, I mean, the obvious is in Diana Jones, Raiders of the Last Ass. Nice. Or uh, that's, a, that's a pretty low hanging fruit. And then there's like Harry, Bank Redemption. Harry Pooper and the Chamber Pot of Secrets. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Sex Prisoner of Azkabang. Um, of Astabang. <laughs> that's good, yeah. Um, like, there, and there, there's some movies that like you don't even have to change the name, you just have to change the context of how you say it, like Contact or some shit like mm. that. Jurassic Pork. Jurassic Pork is a good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tenacious Double Ds. 
Nice. Um, yeah, I could go on forever with that shit. But. This is the perfect podcast. That's another one. You just say it differently. <laughs> you just put it in a different context. Yep, and then you have the sequel, Predators. You know. Oh, so, oh God, no. Yeah, I, easy. I, I don't the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Oh, uh, fuck. Like Lord of the Cock Rings. I was somehow just thinking of Lord of the Rings, trying to think <laughs> of one with it. <laughs> Which changes the whole context of the movie. It's like one <laughs> ring to rule them all, one ring to buy them. I'm just like, no, no, no. 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 If, so if, it's, if it's a cock ring, does the dick disappear or does the person fully disappear? That's a good question. So then, it, th- so then it turns into the porn parody of the Invisible Man. Oh, oh! Yeah, but, like it's like still a- somehow starring Kevin Bacon. <laughs> no, that's Hollow Man. Shit, Kevin's Bacon. Yeah. Oh, Kevin! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's butt loose. It's butt loose. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I see you just imagining more fucking porn movies. I it's like a weird hobby I have. Like every, <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, let's change. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's move. Right, this is a lot of fun. I don't, I don't know what the problem is. No, I've still got time. We could talk as long as you want up until I think a. My other meeting, yeah. of shit. Oh. I like when podcasts do this, where it just it, we're supposed to be talking about something, and it just devolves into debauchery. I mean, every time. It's better content if everyone's just having <laughs> fun. It's it's good. <laughs> You're thinking of more porn movies, you son of a bitch. I see you. <laughs> you open book, look at ass motherfucker. <laughs> I can read your mind. I'm just gonna pull up, pull up IMDb and start going through. <laughs> Shit is some cane. Forrest Rump. (laughs) 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 Twelve horny men. No. (laughs) Twelve angry men. Sometimes it, it doesn't work unless they know the source material. You know, it's, uh, it still works. <laughs> you can you can still uh, get the plot. This is definitely going to get demonetized, and I'm okay with it. It's fine. No, no. <laughs> I'll lose my 37 cents I would have got off the advertisement. No, for this this is, hey, this is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> 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 it's like Count Dacula. It's again your boy, Raid Shadow Legends, with the new Doom Tower. <laughs> like, you fucking the fuck. <laughs> He's one of the few people, who, like content creators on YouTube, who actually makes his ads an enjoyable part of his video. Like, I actually oh. sit through every time he does the Raid Shadow Legends thing because I'm like, this is entertaining. I don't That's know why. Good. I, I like, mostly what's the other skip. one, the ear earbud ones that everybody has now. They're like Raycon. Yeah, those things. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <sighs> I need to get a dope sponsor. What was the name of your cola in your game? Uh, Ammo Cola. Ammo Cola. Can I so can I say in the keep is sponsored by Ammo Cola? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, Ammo Cola sponsors by uh, fucking in the keep. Yeah, yeah this- like mo- most of the time I get those ads. They're usually like 
a minute long, like exactly. Yeah. So I just L, I press L six times. You remember all the fake trailers they made for? Uh, God damn it, we're spoiling so many movies for Grindhouse. I do not remember. No. So there's like a if you ever watched like the Grindhouse movies, they made a bunch of like fake trailers for really cool looking like other Grindhouse movies to go as the credits for it. Yeah. And one of them was like Rob Zombie's Werewolf Women of the SS. Like oh it's just, yeah, it's just like sexy werewolf ladies. Like fucking like I don't know why it's like the weirdest. But like that could be fun to like make a bunch of fake trailers for these fake movie posters you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd be a little out of my forte. I don't, I can't animate. But we've already, we've already established that you're an excellent writer and director. So all you got to do is just uh, make it happen. Sure, yeah. You just got to find the talent. Just get Johnny to do it. There you go. Yeah, who's who's <laughs> who'd play? Who'd be a good Godzilla? <laughs> Gianni. Doing Duke, it's Duke Nukem's voice. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fuck Tokyo up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that what he does in the new movie? He just wakes up like I'm gonna fuck Tokyo up. I don't know what I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna cut off your building's head and shit down its hallways or stairwell. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine just being just like just working that office. You're like you're taking a lunch and fucking Godzilla just shits on you. Godzilla steps on a house and he's like, shake it, baby. <laughs> Why does he say that? <laughs> I genuinely like, actually want someone to make a mod where you play, like, it's like a Godzilla game where you're a Godzilla and you just replace all of his growls <laughs> with Duke Nukem. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, like, Godzilla's not even king of the monsters anymore. He's just an Hail asshole. To the- is hail to the king of monsters, baby. Oh. <laughs> I think this is the best movie or mod that we've ever uh, come up with. Somebody's going to steal our idea. There's no way we can put this into production. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> if, they, if they steal Godzilla, <laughs> I'll fuck him up. I'll find the son of a bitch. <laughs> This is the best podcast. The problem is that, like, if I were to go back and edit out all the laughing and long pauses of us thinking of stupid shit to say, it like cuts the (laughs) runtime. It's like a twenty-minute podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it'll be it'll be great. Okay, so we can't get Bruce Campbell. Who's our second uh, for Ash? In Steve Buscemi. Steve <laughs> What's he got going on these days? He's a pretty tremendous actor and he's a lot of, he's in a lot of shit. He's in a lot of shit? Okay, who else? Oh yeah, man. Oh Gilbert Gottfried. I specifically <laughs> checked I like I'm not gonna tell you the context. It was it was about sleeping with Gilbert Gottfried, but I specifically checked, like, oh, what does Gilbert Gottfried have going on these days? No, and, no, no, you know, no, no, no. I, we, you have to tell us what the context of this is. I don't remember how we got there, but it was like, how much money would you take to have sex with Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> and, like, you know, I was determining whether or not it would be a good career move. <laughs> and uh, um, he's he doesn't have a lot of stuff going on these days. The answer is, more money than I have now. 
Like <laughs> it would be like a medium career move, you know. Every every time that question comes to mind and people start saying these like ridiculous numbers, they're like, "I'm pretty sure the number's lower than what you're letting on to." Like, <laughs> so Gilbert Gottfried as Evil Knievel Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even begin to do like a Gilbert Gottfried impression, like. Who, who, he was like Iago in Aladdin, right? Yeah. So like, uh, the only thing that like comes to mind when I think of Gilbert Godfrey's voice is that like college humor video he did reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, and then he that. rotated his thumb on my clitoris or some shit like that. <laughs> was that what fucking Fifty Shades of Grey says? <laughs> Yeah, and that was the line that absolutely ended our monetization on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey is pretty graphic. Like, I've never read it, but like seeing these outtakes that people read, I'm like, this is pretty intense shit. Yeah, because it what, what disturbs me about it is like, it's cool, you know, whatever. If you want to read porn books, that's fine. But then, like, I know so many like women in my life, like my aunt or my mom or whatever, who were reading this shit openly in front of everybody. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I personally don't want to think about what goes through my, yeah. someone, like my sister's head when she reads this. That's all. I understand. <laughs> it's a free country. It's, just, it's the story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. For the plot. <laughs> I mean, we, we were just talking about making a movie where a giant lizard monster shits down a, Building. That, look, that's high art. Okay, that's that's. <laughs> okay. That is that not is a product. Art. Godzilla shitting on somebody. That is not a product. We all know nobody's gonna fucking go see that in theaters. We make that for art. <laughs> I guarantee you, the book wouldn't sell nearly as well as Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> you don't know that. Fifty Shades of Godzilla. That's oh the, boy, that's what we need. <laughs> Scat-zilla. Is the God part of that back to the porn jokes earlier in the porn movie names? Godzilla. Uh, I mean, that could that's a good one. Yeah, let's go. Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla rises from the ocean, and he's just a, a diarrhea asshole. Shits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that the framework to that you you lost the arc. So. <laughs> Somewhere along that sentence, you know, sometimes that makes for the best books because, like, fucking Fifty Shades of Grey was just a fan fiction. Right. Lady wrote it on her phone, and uh, uh, yeah. What about Robzilla? But it's just giant Rob Snyder. Oh, oh! I get, I can get that Rob well, Snyder. It'd be, was, it'd be really uh, cheap to make because, like, nobody really. I don't think he's getting a lot of work these days, right? So he'll probably do it, and we just make like a like a little like a train set kind of town and he just stomps all over yeah. it, like in the original Godzilla movies. And oh, yeah, let's go. And then we just, we replace his voice with Duke Nukem and we're done. Wait. <laughs> his agent right now is like, wait, what's, what's this part about replacing his voice with Duke Nukem? Yeah, we don't, we don't want you to talk or do any lines. We just need you to stomp on shit and then do like some, is it the really bad dub too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like Rob Schneider's just moving his mouth like ah, bah, 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 bah. oh no it's Rob Schneider <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, we're we're actually uh, we're coming up with a lot of just fantastic movie ideas. I think I think expect a call from the Hollywood Hotel later today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely gonna get a call. Like somebody's agent's gonna contact us. Like, are you guys serious about producing this movie? We we're really interested. <laughs> no. Yeah, we got Gilbert uh, God <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey and Rob Snyder are both like ready. They're both they're both here ready to read lines. Like, <laughs> and Danny Trejo just got out and he's. Excited! He's fucking pumped for this movie. <laughs> That's not unreasonable because Danny Trejo seriously does do like those bottom of the barrel action movies. Yeah, like, he'll do any job as long as he gets paid for it. So, I mean, hell yeah, I like it. I think we got something on our hands here, and I think you got a deal, Ty. All right, l- last one, and then we'll sign off. Instead of machete kills, it's machete fucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I probably already okay. exist somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait for my mom to listen to this one and write me back. Your mom listens to this? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my mom and my grandmother, oh. uh, and my dad all like, they listen to the podcast. That's it's, beautiful. Uh, I know. It's I'm just hey, being, uh, being good old. old man. Yeah. What a great support system you have behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, me we'll put this out, and me and Christian are both going to get fired, probably. Oh no, 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 no! I'm just kidding. Yeah, I no, no, I don't have a job. I'm not employed. Oh, nice. Oh, you uh, you just got yeah, fired yeah, in yeah. the middle. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah I got the Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just like we heard you were going on in the keep podcast. You're fired. Yeah, That's you're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're just like there's no chance. <laughs> I almost right. made it to one year. Darn it! Damn. Yeah, one week well, out. It's uh, it's been excellent, and I yeah. uh, implore everyone listening to go grab the demo for Buff, and uh, also reach out to Major Arlene and make sure that she's okay after that video you guys made. Or she's Hideo Kojima Jr. Okay, yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Wait, something happened? No, no, no Arlene yeah. is fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God, that did sound kind of dark. That would be really bad out of context. Arlene is fine. Everybody, please uh, reach out and say, hey, Arlene. And that's all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to cut. The Buff demo is available right now. Go grab it. Thank you to Omar and to Christian for being on the show, man. It's been a long time coming. We're really glad we got to do it. And uh, you know what? Just for fun, in the comment section, how about you guys let us know what your crazy movie ideas are? I don't know. That sounds fun. Uh, thank you to all of our supporters. Shan, Ben, Bridge, Anthony, Mike, Zan, Lord Revan, Fred, Brandy, Jack, Robert, Graceless Dragon, Red Eyes, Brad, Dots, Moose, Paul, Flam, Fam, all of you. Igrak Simon and Amorpher, you're all incredible. If you'd like to be mentioned on that list, head over to inthekeep.com and you can find our support tab and our merch and all that kind of stuff. Inthekeep.com. Yay! Do that. And last but not least, I want to say thanks to the wonderful person who made the music you're listening to. This is by Frederick Rojas. It is from the Buff original soundtrack and you can follow him on Twitter. I've left a link in the episode notes. Much love. I love you. The Drowned Guy Katala loves you. Until next time, stay in the keep.